Welcome to the Kindness Podcast. I'm Nicole Phillips. Matt Medford deals with people all day, every day. Lots of people. Hear how he keeps his cool and his perspective in this episode of the Kindness Podcast. Matt, I know we can't talk about uh, your work, like where you work or your title, but you work in customer service for the government. So you deal with lots of people. And my question to you is, are they all awesome? Some some are not. Um, <laughs> but but there, there isn't really anything I, I can do about that. Yeah. Um, you know, we're all people and some people come in and they've been hit with hard times and, you know, difficult situations and they just can't you know they're not expecting certain things or they are and they can't be done Mm -hmm. um expectations are the worst aren't they when we hold expectations it is it is and i am prone to do that in my own life um, and, you know, and then when somebody looks at you and says to you something other than what you are wanting to hear or needing to hear, it does kind of just shut you down. Mm-hmm. You know, it might even scare you a little bit. Yeah. I noticed that. And we'll we'll get back. I want to hear some stories about, about work. But first, I want to kind of dive into the other side of you, the personal side of you that has this beautiful... Facebook ministry. I I just found it and was just captivated. You you only post a couple of times a month, so it's not overwhelming, but it's really 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 awesome. And where do you find um, where do you find the things that you want to post about? Well, one of my favorite comedians is um, a lady from North Carolina, and her name is Jeannie Robertson. And she's just a a Southern belle who's been speaking for 50 years. And one of the things that she always talks about is you have to find the humor in life. Well, in my case, you have to find not only the humor in life, but you have to find the love that you see. You have to focus on the kindness, the, the good things in life. Because if I were to focus on the bad things or the negative, I would... I would find myself in pretty hot water at some points and not wanting to crawl out of the hole. Mm -hmm. Do you consider yourself a half glass full or a half glass empty sort of person in your nature? I am. I am. I try to look and see how full it is Mm -hmm. because that's just that that's just more that I can drink. But is that an effort for you, or do you think that's the way that you were born, like you just see the positive, or, or do you work for that? Some some situations, I do have to work for it. Most of the time, it is very easy to look and see. Uh, there are some, talking about work, there are some customers that I wait on, and I do get cussed out, I get swore at, I get called names. But still, they're people. They deserve to be treated as such. They still deserve to be treated with the same love and kindness that I would treat someone who does not treat me in a negative way. And it is harder, I will say that, yes. But at the same time, the end result is usually worth the effort that I've put in. Mm -hmm. I think it's really important 
to give people some tools or some tricks to deal with difficult people. So you are an expert at that. What sorts of things have you learned along the way since your first day on the job till now that have helped you deal with some of those customers that are just spitting mad? Well, like I said before, and this is one of the, this is one of the, I don't know where I heard this, but it's stuck with me. We're all people. We all have difficult things going on in our lives. Sometimes it just shows up, you know, more blatant in other people. And so you... um, Oh, boy. That that was a loaded question. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. Oh, man. The tools. Well, I know you have tools because I have been in your place of business. And it's easy to say, like, when things are calm, okay, we're all people. It's okay. But, you know, like, do you have that written somewhere so you can look at it when people are screaming at you? No, I don't. So how do you keep that (laughs) at the top of your mind? And how how can the rest of us learn from you? Oh, man. I, I haven't really thought about that. Mm-hmm. That that actually is difficult for me to answer, and not because I didn't have the chance to think of a perfect answer beforehand, but I've I've just dealt with customers all my life, been in customer service all of my working career, and you, you just you just learn, you pick up the I don't want to use the word vibes. But you pick up what people are giving to you, and you work with that. Um, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, if people are not happy and smiling, and you know, very nice, and you know, kind-hearted, and all that, then you know, producing those emotions towards you or showing those feelings, it. You just have to look at them and go, how can I make this situation better? What what can I do to make them walk out of here with a different attitude than when they came in? Wow. So um, you own the responsibility. You own it. Even that's if a good you way of putting to. it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you just, you know, so I might throw out a joke here or a joke there or something and, you know, see if I can get them to smile. Mm-hmm. You know, smiling changes a person's day. If somebody is frowning all the time and I and I can make them smile, I know that they're going to walk out in a better mood. And that that makes me happy. That thrills me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems like such a little thing, but it's such a big thing. I know there was... Uh, it, oh, go ahead. It is, yeah. There was an, uh, a singer, Toby Mack, said there's no such thing as a neutral interaction. And I think he got that from somebody else, but that's I heard it from him. And he said, you know, when you are dealing with someone uh, at a store or, or, or at an office or whatever, you either add joy and positivity to their day or you kind of add a wet blanket negativity to their day. But there is no, but but you are changed one way or another after talking to someone. There's no such thing as 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 just I agree being with neutral. That. Yeah. So that was my question. Do you agree with that? You do. I do, and one of the 
um, one of the things I like to do when I'm working with people is talk to them. I may not know them or have never met them before, but yet, you know, we're all we're all people in the same boat trying to get to the same shore. We're all family. <laughs> and I just like talking to them. You know, a lot of the farmers will come in and we'll talk about the weather, you know, and their crops and, mm-hmm. you know, pe- people I wait on at my other job, I'll see them and we'll talk. And, and some of these people that have come in time after time, I've waited on them, I've waited on their children, I've waited on their spouses. And you you just get to know people. And getting to know people, I think, especially in my line of work, is a big deal because that earns their trust and their respect. Mm-hmm. And that is very important to people. And with that, you w- with earning trust and respect, I always say love is the greatest deed you can do, and it is. It you have to show love and you have to be kind to them to earn their respect and earn their trust. And you have to be honest with them. And I think that creates a major shift in some people's attitudes, their personas, because they may look at you later and go, you know, I've, in fact, I've had somebody tell me this before. Nobody's ever treated me that way before. And this person had a very long road behind them. You know, they're coming up, you know, after certain issues in their life happening. And, you know, all it took was somebody being willing to listen to them, to be a shoulder for them, and to maybe treat them in a way they have never seen before. And that can change your life. And as you said, it can either be for the positive or for the negative. And we always want to, we always want to shoot for the positive. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny to me that that can happen in a three-minute conversation. It doesn't take... It can. can. Yeah. Yeah, you prove it again and again and again with everyone who comes to see you, that that those being that ear, being that that unjudgmental face they see happens quickly. And so do you have a favorite customer, Matt? Do you have somebody who has stood out to you throughout time or, you know maybe one interaction or multiple interactions that you just felt like, wow, that person, that person made me better. I actually have uh, not one that I can single out. I I have dealt with many people who have looked at, who have looked at me and, you know, made me want to change how I think. And, and you can always look at people and you can tell, um, or, or in my case, I can look at people and I can tell where their joy is permeating from. And most always, if I converse with them, it links back to a religious belief. Hmm. Um, you know, and those people who realize that they are invent they 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 can be cut down but at the same time they're not going to be because of their joy they have in Christ and because of the love that they have found through that that just permeates to them and those are the kind of people that look to me it just those people stand out the most 
Um, earlier today, I was actually out doing something for my job, and I was driving back on the highway to my work, to my office, and there's this gentleman beside me in a company car. I don't know who he was. I don't know where he's from, but he's just an elderly man, and he had on his baseball cap and glasses and whatnot, and I saw him come up to pass me on the highway, and I looked out the window, and he just smiled and waved, and all I could do was just smile and wave back. Mm. You know, that, that type of that type of stuff just it, it just ma- it just makes your day better mm-hmm. and that's that that is the kind of person i seek to be or i want to be and that that actually even though it was this morning it's still a really good example of how we can be affected by something so small mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know um so just yeah so it sounds to me like sometimes the dealing with the difficult people comes from a place. So I heard you say, you know, you take responsibility for the situation, for if they come in at you really hot, you you say, okay, I'm going to, you take it as a challenge. I'm going to, I'm going to make that person smile. I want to try and make their day a little bit better. So you have that. But the other thing I'm hearing from you is you just notice the small things, the little things uh, that are kind around you. And maybe that's it, why I like your yeah. Facebook page. Is that, yeah. You know, um, we all have eyes, but we may not all see. <laughs> we we have to be willing to look. And, and I've always said that it doesn't take much to thrill me. <laughs> I get excited about pretty much anything. You know why I laugh right now? Because you have this like slow southern draw and it sounds like I could like explode a bomb in front of you and you would be like, Oh, yeah, Nick just exploded a bomb in front of me. You know, like nothing would frazzle uh, yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it went. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just- okay, so so it doesn't um, take much to thrill you. Okay, good. <laughs> and and I think that that's what we, as people, you know, we talked about expectations. We we can't expect major things to happen in a short time frame. I actually have this as my desktop icon on my home computer. A little bit of progress each day adds up to big results. You know, the saying is infamous, Rome wasn't built in a day. Mm-hmm. We have to look at the little things around us. We have to realize that there are kind things happening around us. There is love being shown around us. And we have to look for those and say, okay, I I want to be more like this person. I want to be more like that person. And then you, you know, and then you, you pray, God, how can I do something like this to help someone else? Mm-hmm. And I think that I think that is huge. We we have to be able to look and notice what's happening around us, because if not, we miss out on so much. Mm-hmm. We really do. Yeah, there's and there is that, so much goodness, isn't there? Yeah. 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 You can miss it. 
So tell me where this this sweet southern drawl comes from. I am from the outskirts of Memphis, Tennessee, a little town called Ripley, mm-hmm. about an hour north. And currently living in South Dakota. So uh, do you want to yeah. explain how you got to South Dakota or how you feel about the winter or any of that? <laughs> um, that Well, I moved for love. Okay. Um, no, I'm not in love anymore, but good advice to your listeners you better move for love only if you're positive about it. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. and um, winter is well, it's winter. <laughs> I, down south, they would close the schools and everything for quite a long time until all of this white stuff went away. Yep, not in South and Dakota. There are some, yeah. Do I? I'm sorry. I said, and but not in South Dakota. No, no. And there are some days I wish I were back down south. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can understand that. And yet you still show up every day and you know that your job is to make the day or you've taken on the responsibility of making the day better for somebody else. And you do it in your professional life and you do it in your personal life and you're sharing it uh, on Facebook, on your page, Matthew Medford Ministries. So I hope people go and check that out. And, you know, if you... Uh, I. I should tell our listeners that I don't like to give anybody questions ahead of time because I feel like then people start memorizing, you know, the perfect answer for things. And I don't, I really don't want that. I just want this to be a conversation about kindness and people can listen to your words and, and hear that and whatever. But, um, I would be willing to bet just a little bit. I know you that you are going to come up with a list of about 20 things that, ways in which people can be kind uh, or tools you've learned to deal with difficult people. And so uh, if you do, if you do come up with that, Matt, would you put it, would you do a Facebook post about that? And uh, I'd love to. Yeah. I'd I'd love to. And actually I do in my profession, I do every year at our meeting that we have for all of our government workers in my department, I do customer service training. I've been blessed to do that now for about four years. Wow. So they have, other people have noticed that you're good at this. So that's pretty cool. Well, I hope so. I don't look to be noticed, but, you know, I am glad that they do notice that, yes. Yep, yep. Um, There have been times where I've been asked to travel to other towns, actually, and cities to help deal with customers that other workers in my department could not handle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a special skill so, yeah. it is that's why i wanted you to come on the kindness podcast because it is a special skill i think when you have it and it's just so inherently part of who you are it's hard to sometimes notice that you have it or or you feel like well doesn't everybody operate this way but they don't <laughs> and so aberdeen is lucky to have you matt i um i'm so glad that you came and, and talked with us today do you have one just favorite story of kindness that you could share with us before we we let you go? It can be either um, something someone's done and how it made you feel in work life or personal life or whatever, or something you've done and how that made you feel. Actually, I knew that question was coming. Because <laughs> I have listened to your podcast. Um, and 
and I didn't know which story I wanted to use, but I've decided now. I actually had a knee reconstruction January the 16th of 2019, and I thought I had lost all of my ability to ever walk again. Mm. I got out of surgery. Um, I actually flatlined twice, so they had to bring me back. And and then, of course, they send you home. They monitored me overnight and sent me home. And I was staying with some friends because they did not have stairs in their home. And it was very difficult, very painful for me for the first couple of weeks. And I did. I thought, I'm never going to walk again. I was just very depressed, very down in the dumps, very blue. Mm-hmm. And the way the these friends loved me and shown kindness to me, it really did. It changed my whole perspective on looking at people who are in difficult situations. They treated me as if I was their blood child, and I could not have been more grateful for that. Well, then I went home, and difficult things, I was not allowed to drive for two months. I could not take laundry to the washer and dryer. I could not make my own meals. I could not clean. I could not do anything. And a couple of other friends said, you know what, we're going to come over, we're going to clean your apartment for you for a couple of weeks. Call us and we'll take your laundry to the, you know, to the washer and the dryer. We'll fold your clothes. We'll cook meals for you. We'll do whatever you need us to do. Mm. And down south, one thing I was always taught, you know, please offer something in return. And every person that I dealt with, whether they drove me somewhere, whether they cooked me a meal, or whether I stayed at their home for two weeks, looked at me and said, you don't owe us anything. We're glad to help you. We're glad to have you. We just want you to get better. And that was one of the apexes in my life where things just turned for me. And I I saw it from a different light where it was happening to me. And when you find it happening to you, even though you may show it to others, when you find it happening to you, it is one of the most humbling, Mm -hmm. beautiful experiences in your life. Mm -hmm. And that was me. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that story with us, Matt. Thanks for sharing your perspective and your light with us as well. And uh, just so happy we could have you on the Kindness Podcast today. Well, thank you. I very much appreciate you allowing me to join. If you enjoyed Matt's perspective on dealing with difficult people and seeing the kindness in all situations, check out his Facebook page at MTM Ministries for more inspiration. Thanks for listening to The Kindness Podcast. It's produced by WOUB Public Media and relies heavily on the kindness of engineer Adam Rich. I'm Nicole Phillips. We hope you'll subscribe to The Kindness Podcast wherever you listen and find us on social media at Kindness Podcast. If you like the show, please spread some kindness in the review section.